Hello and welcome to Gloucester Book Club's podcast. I'm Christina Young. In this episode, I'll be talking to a local writer, Anita Faulkner. Anita's expecting her first book, her debut novel, to be published in June 2022. And it's called A Colourful Country Escape. I'm going to really enjoy talking to her about this. Hi, Anita. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Listeners, I've got Anita Faulkner with me. She used to be a member of our book club. That's how I first met Anita. It must be sort of five years ago, is it, Anita? Yeah, doesn't time fly? I think you're right, Christina. It was about five years ago. Yeah, I know. And since that time, Anita, you've packed so much into your life. Tell us a little bit about that, because I know you're going to have a you've got a book publishing deal. Amazing. Yes. Um, I remember when I first met you that you talked at Book Club about quite quietly, actually, quite shy about it. I seem to remember you talked a bit about how you were writing a book. Now, is this the book that's coming out or is it a different book that's coming out? No, actually, this book that's um, coming out in June, so it's called A Colourful Country Escape, Mm. isn't actually the first book that I wrote. So the book that I was writing when I was in Gloucester Book Club with you lovely people, that's still kind of hiding in a drawer somewhere. So, yeah, that book was kind of the cutting my teeth book, if you like. It was the book where I was learning how to write a book. I wrote it, I rewrote it several times, I submitted it, I got lots of rejections. I felt very sad and thought, I'll never make it. But then, yeah, book two, book two is much more commercial, I think, and it's a bit more, a bit more mature in its writing style. So it's still witty and and funny, but I think the writing is much, much stronger. So yes, not the first book that I've written, but the first book that is good enough to get out there. Brilliant. So tell us a bit about the book that is going to be published. You know, what's it? It's called uh, Colourful Country Escape. Yes. Um, When's it coming out and who's publishing it? It will be out on 9th of June next year, Uh Um, but it's already available now on Amazon for pre-order. So you can bag one of the very first copies either on um, ebook or paperback. I think it's going to be out on audio as well nearer the time. So, yeah, my publisher is called, well, the the publishing group is Little Brown. Um, Mm. The imprint is Sphere. Ah, good publisher. Yes. (laughs) So pleased to bag that publisher. Brilliant, Little Brown. How did you go through the process of actually getting published, Anita? I was really lucky, actually, because I'm part of a fantastic association called the Romantic Novelists Association. And I was in there in their new writers scheme for quite a few years, which meant that um, being in the RNA gives you lots of extra opportunities. So they run lots of events and a yearly conference each year. So at their summer conference um, a couple of years ago, which was all online, in fact, because of the pandemic, I was able to submit my work to Little Brown in what they call an industry one-to-one yeah. And ordinarily, you wouldn't be able to submit your work to a big publisher like Little Brown without an agent. Yeah. And I didn't have an agent at the time. I do have a lovely agent called um, Kate Nash now. But at the time, I didn't have an agent. So I was able to kind of sneak in the back door by being part of the Romantic Novelists Association. I submitted to Little Brown, their commissioning editor, who's called Rebecca Roy, loved the book and said, yeah, let's make a few changes and, and see where it goes. So, yeah, I was super excited to 
to manage to grab a big publisher. <laughs> yeah, I bet, I bet you were. I mean, mm. that sounds like really good kind of advice for anyone out there who's listening, yes. who's sort of thinking, you know, how do I ever get my books looked at? How do I ever get them into print? You know, so mm. would you recommend joining the, you know, that, is it the RNA you, that, you mentioned? Yes, yeah. the RNA, the Romantic Novelists Association. Yeah, if you write books with any kind of romance in them, whether it's fantasy with romance, whether it's historical or rom-com or whatever, Mm. Um, yeah, join the RNA because you get so many fantastic opportunities that you just wouldn't get by yourself. So it's, yeah, definitely the power of being in a, a bigger group with lots of other supportive writers. So how do you do your writing, Anita? Are you one of these people who gets up really early and writes for hours <laughs> or, you know, what do you, what do you do? How do you manage it? Because I know you've got a little boy as well, so it must be difficult. Yes, my little one's nearly four now. Um, but for the past maybe three or four years, I have been doing those really weird 5am starts that people talk about. Oh. So yeah, they really work for me. Um, I was I would never have called myself a morning person. But now that I've started with that with the 5am starts, yeah, I love kind of that quiet time in the morning where I can just have some peace to think and to create before the rest of the world is awake or certainly mm. the rest of my house is awake. So yes, yeah. I do a 5am start, then a bit later on when my little one's at playgroup, I write again, and then again in the evenings if I get some time, right. I'm either doing my social media, catching up, um, marketing, or I'm writing again. So yeah, yeah lots, of, lots of little writing sprints. <laughs> That's fantastic, yeah. Do you get really tired because you're getting up at 5am and I guess, you know, you, you have to go to bed really early, Anita. I do I'm in bed by maybe quarter past nine reading my book falling asleep um actually I don't get too tired I'm quite lucky I think hmm. in the days before my 5am starts I was probably more tired because you find if you keep hitting snooze instead of getting out of bed it can be tiring but if hmm. you just jump up when your body is ready hmm. actually that can be quite energizing so yeah. it's not as bad as it sounds <laughs> sounds really good um, mm -hmm. I, I do remember, I can't believe that your little boy is now four, because I remember, yes. you know, when you were bringing him along to our sort of <laughs> book club uh, coffee gatherings, weren't you? Yeah. The yeah. Coffee shop route. Um, you know, he was little, he was tiny. And I remember holding him. I remember having him on my lap, you know, yes. for a while you were there. <laughs> and I can't believe he's four. Um, so he must be coming up to going to school soon, is he? Or not yet we've got until next September so he's okay. going to be one of the older ones I feel oh. like he's really ready to go as well he's quite yeah. he's a clever kid but oh. um yeah we've got a while a while to wait oh okay so you must be working I'm guessing on your next book this you know are you working on something else as well Anita at the moment I am yeah so the Colourful Country Escape is the one that's going to be out in June and that that's set in Tewkesbury actually so um it's yeah a few local connections for anyone that has been to Tewkesbury I'm sure lots of your Gloucester book club members will have been um so you've got that beautiful backdrop of the the, the high street with the black and white buildings um but a colorful country escape shall I talk about that first before yeah, I yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's tell us more so it's set on a fictional a fictional estate and it's the story of Lexi and Ben so they're kind of complete opposites you've got Lexi who is she's really vibrant sociable outgoing but she's 
not so good with her finances so she's <laughs> kind of she's always a little bit hard up she's got a heart of gold so if she's got any money she'll give it away to a good cause and suddenly she can't um, pay her bills or whatever mm. and then you've got Ben who's the opposite so he's more of a Mr Darcy type he's, mm. he's got lots of money but he's very standoffish and not at all sociable so these two kind of come together they're thrown together because Lexi is going to try and help Ben save his paint business so yeah. she she turns up at Nutgrass Hall it's called which is set in Cheeksbury it's like a, a mini Downton Abbey she feels really intimidated when she gets there there are these scary peacocks and it's um, when she gets inside there are paintings of grand noblemen on the on the walls and suits of armor mm. and all of that kind of stuff and from her her poor background she just feels a bit intimidated mm. and then there's Ben who's who seems a bit mean really um, but they're thrown together in this scenario where they've got to try and make this paint business work and also they're kind of they're two I like to think of my characters as two jigsaw pieces that kind of need each other to connect so they each character has got something that the other character needs to to be yeah. complete and to to learn to love so it's their story of how they how they get together um but with lots of conflict as well because Ben's mum actually wants him to marry someone affluent so that they can keep the the family money in the family business so Lexi there camping out on the on the driveway in her vintage orange camper van and making a big old mess that's not what she wants but, uh, but there we go lots of conflict along yeah. the way oh, that's cool yeah that sounds really good so <laughs> yeah so that's the story of the one that's coming out next year the colorful country yeah. So if anyone's yes. listening and that, you know, piques your interest, get on Amazon and pre-order. Um, <laughs> and uh, so the one that's coming after this then, um, that's already in the writing, is it, Anita? Yeah. So the one I'm writing at the moment is a Christmas novel. Ah. I need to have that with my publisher by the end of the year. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I've written about 80,000 words so far. I've probably got another 10 or 20 to write. Um, but yeah, I'm well on the way. It's a Christmas novel. This one mm -hmm. is all about uh, a gingerbread cafe. So this couple inherit a gingerbread cafe together. And there's Gretel who really loves Christmas and she's really excited about this cafe, but she can't bake. And then there's Lucas who is a proper Grinch. He hates Christmas and doesn't want anything to do with this and would just wants to sell it on. Mm -hmm. um, and it's the story of how they rebuild this cafe, which is flailing and um, bring the community together as well um, so yeah, lots of lots of feel goods in that one too and is that a local another local Gloucestershire set novel or yeah it's set in the Cotswolds uh -huh. although it's um a fictitious area so yeah you'll probably recognize snatches of the Cotswolds in there yeah do you find that you need to go around places and uh, do a little bit of research into them um, before yeah. you put them into your novels, Anita? Yeah, I, I tend to write about places that I've been to before that kind mm. of strike my interest. But then as I'm writing, I'm sitting there on YouTube or Street View or whatever, and I'm walking around the streets <laughs> or I'm having a nosy, yeah, I'm experiencing it all again so that I try and get the information right. But yeah, get a good feel for it as I write. 
what a good idea to use street view and stuff to help you you know yes. instead of having to physically go there you know you can actually do it all online can't you yeah you also manage and you well you're the founder and organizer of a lively facebook group called chiclet and prosecco yes. uh, great name and um, tell us a bit about that how long has that been going oh i would say maybe a good two or three years mm. um i started it just to share my writing journey, really, just to collect up other readers and writers of Chiclet or Romcom, whatever you'd like to call it, and to share the writing and reading journey together. So we um, we share our recommendations for books and we do lots of live author interviews. Um, we have a summer festival every year as well, where we give lots of training on read uh, on writing for upcoming writers. Um, Christmas do we might even have a Christmas do as well this year so yeah we have a lot of fun in Chiclet and Prosecco yeah there's a lot going on isn't there really? <laughs> yes yeah. <We're> busy. <laughs> so um, and if anyone's out there listening and they think yeah I wouldn't mind being a part of that what what do they have to do how do they find you if they just go to Facebook and use the search bar at the top and write in Chiclet and Prosecco then we should pop up so yeah, do come and join us because we're a super friendly bunch and whether you're a reader or a writer, we love to share the journey with you. Yeah, that sounds really good. So if you're out there listening, it's Facebook group, um, get on there and join. I mean, this is probably a really silly question given that you get up at 5am in the morning, you've got a little boy, you're full-time writing. I know you've got another job as well, Anita, on top of that that you're doing. Yes, you get... I'm a copywriter as well. So yeah, yes. lots to do. <laughs> a copywriter as well. You're super busy. Do you get any time for hobbies? <laughs> well, when I was a solicitor before I had my little boy, my hobby was writing, but now my job is writing. So yeah, it's a bit tricky. I need new hobbies. Um, but I do like to meditate and to mm. journal. Um, I really like a bit of yoga or exercise, just anything that helps me to switch my brain off, really, um, because I mm. find that if I don't take that time out for for headspace then the creativity just dries up so you do need to take some time out for you some self-care time some time to just switch your brain off and mm. and help your creativity mm. is that something that you find is quite you know do you have a very kind of active brain is are you constantly thinking mm -hmm. about things to do you know to do with your writing and what you could put in a book and you know the next book after this one and is that yeah. Yeah, particularly since becoming a mum as well, because your your brain is always thinking 10 steps ahead of all the things that you need to do, as well as yeah. your writing, your work, running a house. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. switching off your brain is always good. So, um, I mean, it's true for all of us, isn't it? I guess we all lead pretty busy lives these mm. days. So any chance to kind of come down off it yeah. and do something, even if it's just watching a lovely film um, mm. on the TV. Um, yeah. Is, is really important so what kind of books do you enjoy reading yourself you know what have you got on your bedside table to read Ooh. um so the books I enjoy reading that's actually what I loved about being in Gloucester Book Club because <laughs> you would push me out of my comfort zone so some of my favorite books actually have been books that I've read with you lovely people so <laughs> Eleanor Oliphant was a favorite oh, yes, yes yeah, A Man Called Ove is probably going to be one of my all-time favourites as well. I love that book. That's so sweet. Yeah, it's so isn't lovely. lovely? Yeah. Um, 
Girl on the Train as well, we read together, that was great. But in terms of um, women's fiction and rom-com, probably Lindsay Kelk, I love Lindsay Kelk. Okay. Marion Keys, yes. she gets right in there with the issues and, and she's so, so funny and lovely. And lots of writers from my own group, actually. So in Chicklet and Prosecco, we've got brilliant writers. We've got Florence Keeling. I love reading her stuff. Um, Lucy Keeling as well. We've got Katie Ginger. We've got Jamie Admans. I just, yeah, I could go on forever. So many brilliant, brilliant writers. But you wanted to know, actually, what was next on my my book list. So I was really excited this week because one of my writer friends called Abby Yardumchi Mm -hmm. has got her book out this week. So it's called Everything is Yours and it's the third in a trilogy. So I'm really looking forward to getting into that one next. It's um, I don't know if you've ever read Eat, Pray, Love by um, Elizabeth Gilbert. So I think Abby's style of writing is a bit like that. So it's kind of... Um, uplifting life journey spiritual kind of that kind of vibe it's really lovely really beautiful kind of style of writing so I'm looking forward to reading that yeah okay (laughs) and you got a busy Christmas coming up Anita is there lots of stuff you have to do around Christmas or you just gonna give out I have I haven't really started yet because it was my birthday a week or so ago it's my son's birthday at the beginning of December so I just feel a bit like I'm in birthday mode um, yeah. But yeah, definitely looking forward to Christmas and all those Hallmark movies as well. Do you watch those, those cheesy <laughs> yeah. ones on Channel Five? Yeah, yeah. yeah. One <laughs> of the, the, the actually another movie that I always seem to tend to want to watch at Christmas is It's a Wonderful Life. You know that one with James Stewart? I haven't that, seen that one to my own shame. I must watch that this year. You've got to watch it. You've got to watch <laughs> it. it Give you such great ideas for your next book. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. We, um, in book club at the moment, we are just discussing a book by Matt Haig. He wrote um, uh, How to Stop Time, if you remember. If you, yes, you know. yeah. Um, so we're just at the moment in the process of discussing uh, his latest book. But it's a brilliant book. Um, and it, again, this is all about, you know, being happy with your life as it yeah. is. It's about a girl called Nora who is got problems with her mental health and she mm. is going downhill quite fast. And in fact, she tries to commit suicide, but she mm. um, she overdoses. But she um, uh, she goes into this. What's, I don't know what it's called now. The Midnight Library. Um, OK, yes, I've heard of it. Brilliant. <laughs> heard of it. She goes into yeah. this Midnight Library and um, she gets to choose all these books off the shelves. And they're all the different lives that she could have led. Oh, wow. uh, and so she goes into these different lives to see what they could have been like and actually comes mm. back out of them again because although she fantasizes that she's missed out on choices you know she has regrets about what choices she could have made in her life she actually finds that that life wouldn't have been perfect for mm. her either so she kind of comes out of them and we're hopeful of a happy ending at the end of the book oh, um, but again, it reminded me of the film It's a Wonderful Life, you know, where he kind of has all these different regrets about his life. So, yeah, we get all these sort of great films that come up at Christmas, don't we? Um, yeah. yeah. And, you know, veg out on the sofa, having eaten too much. And, uh, <laughs> and watch yeah. Whatever. Well, as a writer, when I read films, uh, sorry, as a writer, when I watch films, I'm kind of dissecting them to work out how the, the story structure works, what the character arcs are. So, yeah, a bit different for me. I don't tend to switch off, 
and my husband will get really bored of me shouting out the plot points <laughs> I'll say oh look whiff of death as they call it or this is the end of act two or oh we're we're breaking into act three now and he's just thinking, <laughs> he's like woman. be quiet <laughs> yeah. but just yeah I love the, the film the Chris the Hallmark movies are brilliant at Christmas because they're very well structured so you can work out their plot points easily and you can learn mm. a lot as a writer if you watch them yeah and I guess it's just like feel good stuff isn't it and everybody wants yeah. a bit of that around Christmas so yeah mm, the magic nice yes thing to do yeah and <laughs> um, as always I would say one of the best ways to support new authors is to pre-order their books um oh. and actually um you can do that on Amazon if you go and visit there you can uh, or pre-order Anita's book just remind them again Anita what it's called it's called A Colourful Country Escape, so do go and have a nosy. You can, yeah, if you search A Colourful Country Escape or if you search Anita Faulkner, it should pop up. Um, it's You can't miss it because it's got an orange um, camper van on the front and a few scary peacocks. peacocks, <laughs> <laughs> okay. And if you want to follow Anita, where's the best way to find you, Anita? Oh, lots of places. My favourite place to hang out, Christina, is always going to be my Facebook group, which is called Chiclet and Prosecco. So do come and find us over there. My website's anitafaulkner.co.uk. And if you join my mailing list, you can have my freebie, which is a lovely um, PDF guide that I put together called The Three Best Kept Secrets of an Author. So yes, Ooh. have a look at my website too. Okay. And are you on Twitter and Instagram? In case I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> All of the places haven't yet conquered um tiktok um, <laughs> but i'm in most places are you tiktoking book talking no, i'm not tiktoking <laughs> i just have a look at it anita and i'm just thinking i've got twitter and instagram going on yeah. and i've got a facebook group it's probably more than enough for me Absolutely. Um, so you know tiktok i leave to other people i'm sure there are others out there who <laughs> do it much better but you know it's been really great to talk to you and thank you so much for giving up some hours on your precious saturday to talk to me um, about the ways that you're moving forward with your writing. It's so fantastic for our book club to know that we've got a published author who once came to our <laughs> meetings. Um, well, thank so you so much for having me though. And yeah, I like to still think of myself as an honorary member of your book club. I Definitely. do follow your your page and your group and your podcasts, which are brilliant. And I love hearing, hearing your podcast because I can, um, I remember the, the names and the voices. So it's lovely to hear yeah. you all. I know podcast is a new thing for us, as you probably know, we've only been doing it about yes. six or seven months, but actually um, we really love it. We really enjoy doing them and it's always great yep. to have a guest on. So you're our very mm -hmm. first proper guest. Ooh, and, hooray. <laughs> um, and I hope you won't be the last one. <laughs> and I hope that you'll come back again at some point and let us know you. what your next book is. And uh, we will be hopefully, maybe you'd like to come along to our book, one of our book club meetings next year. <laughs> when the book's out, just to talk to us about it all. We'd love yes, to see I'd you. love to. Thank you. There are loads of people at Book Club who remember you and uh, who would love to have you back. So Brilliant. thank you so much. Um, and you. I hope you have a great weekend, Anita. Bye for now. Thank you. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Gloucester Book Club's podcasts. You can listen to us on many of the main podcast outlets, including Spotify, Anchor FM, Google and Apple Podcasts.